Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 184 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. I would be ungrateful if I didn't stand today and bear my testimony. And we're your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic, as chosen by a listener named Finn... Is the Mormons? That's correct. Yes. What What's a Mormon exactly? I am so glad you asked. From mm-hmm. our friends over at Simple English Wikipedia, they reprinted mm-hmm. Mormonism oh. is a Christian Restorationist religious 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 movement that was founded by Joseph Smith. For many years, members of the church were known as Mormons by those who were not members. The name Mormons is simply no longer a name for them statement. Oh. They are now called Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The religious movement <laughs> is called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Wow. Its teachings are similar to many Christian churches, and they consider themselves to be Christian, although some non-members do not consider them to be Christian. Hmm. A, sur- a 2007 survey showed that 31% of the people polled do not agree that Mormons are Christians. Alright. Mormons have beliefs that are different from the beliefs of mainstream Christian churches considers itself a restoration church that means that members of the church believe that it is the original christian church started by jesus christ and restored by joseph smith jr in 1830 cool yeah uh i know very little about mormonism i i didn't know that they don't like to be called mormons until research for this episode we have a post regarding that we'll get to later uh as a kid uh i don't think i knew what mormons i think i just confused mormons with like uh jehovah's witnesses yes and scientologists all of them just the same thing yeah i mean yeah and i probably thought the church of latter-day saints was an entirely different thing too i remember there being a lot of commercials about the church of latter-day saints when we were kids Hmm. um like a lot of things where you could join like they were like having people join the church and like right. go, be missionaries. And I remember a lot of commercials for that uh, in the mid nineties, which seems really crazy to me now that there would be like a TV commercial about <laughs> a joining bizarre religion. Yeah. Yeah. I recall. Uh, I don't know. I guess I mean, it wasn't as big down here in Florida. No, it's, I think it's more of a Midwest, definitely over there in uh, the Utah Idaho, mm-hmm. that uh, that Midwest area for sure is hot with this stuff. Hot Those and crazy, heavy. crazy weirdos over there. <laughs> you go, you go further west, and you got the damn Californians. And who's crazier than those guys, right? The Californians, I believe. Oh, folks, just lost all is, of our two <laughs> California listeners. Uh, that is some uh, hot, hot political commentary. That uh, <laughs> I get from from reading uh, Facebook messages written by crazy racist people. 
and watching uh, Bill Maher. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> now, how about uh, Bill Moorman? Hmm? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> or if we joined a religion based off of Bill Maher, we'd be the Marmons. Think we could do that? Yep. Sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, why did uh, – now, Finn is the gentleman who chose this episode topic. Can you tell us why – he chose this topic? Sure, he wrote in. He says, At one point, Geiger pitched the idea of doing a combined Mormonism and Hot Wings episode. I think that would be cool. Failing that, just Mormonism will be sufficient. What in the hell were, was I talking about with that I know. One? I have, couldn't even imagine what that is in reference to or anything. Nope. I like Hot Wings. Nope. But Could've I don't like on... Mormonism. Any number of episodes, uh, hell, could have been on last week's episode. I have no idea what that's about. Could have but. been. Yeah, I really I really couldn't even imagine. Um, I'm, there should be a Wings episode. I'd be fine with that. I'd be very excited. Now, would we also include the NBC sitcom as well? Uh, no. What we would do is <laughs> essentially just entirely rip off the... Uh, the hot ones. The hot, hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> just do that entirely you know what but I we're did... reading it's actually a fun, eat a very hot wing before reading a post <laughs> spitting making the worst noises uh mm-hmm. that's what you'd love to hear right now mike I, oh. I it's funny you mentioned that though because i did see that there's a podcast out called cold ones where it's literally two guys just drinking and having a discussion and getting drunk and it's like oh and it's like this same it, they call that a podcast. They call- that's just that's just what that is. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, we we we're actually doing a podcast right now. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and read some posts regarding uh, Mormons if we got them? Boy, boy, howdy, do we? Starting off here, a young man on Reddit went to the subreddit r atheism to post. Mm. I'm an atheist with a Mormon girlfriend. I'm being baptized next week. I have been going to the church for over two months now. I don't believe in any of it, but I love my girlfriend very much, and she's a devout Mormon who wants the Latter-day Saints to be part of our lives. I've had missionaries visit me multiple times and have even gone to the bishop's house. They are all very kind people, but the level of faith and ignorance astounds me. They think I'm a firm believer because I pretend to agree with them and feed into their BS. They offered to baptize me next week, and I tentatively agreed. However, I'm beginning to have second thoughts. My girlfriend knows that I don't believe in it, but hopes that I'll fake it until I make it. I don't think being baptized is going to change anything for me. We've been together for five months. She doesn't do anything overtly religious, except not drink alcohol or coffee. I didn't even find out she was a Mormon until two months into our relationship. Yellow number five replied, I've done far more debasing things for slimmer prospects of getting laid. So. Well, getting baptized? <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're an atheist, though, if you're getting baptized, that's like a freaking vampire eating a whole clove of garlic, right? Hell so yeah. You're really... Yeah. I feel like uh, uh, as an atheist myself, or more just don't care, uh, Worst part of the baptism would just be getting wet. Otherwise, I wouldn't really care about. Wouldn't really care. Who cares? Just whatever. Uh, whatever too. You're just going under the water, and then that's it. And then there's 
something something happens uh you hear the christ or something mm-hmm. it's odd that two months in the relationship didn't even know it's <laughs> just oh okay oh you're mormon hmm yeah uh and then suddenly it's like by the way i need you to get baptized <laughs> if this is ever gonna work if our five-month relationship is ever mm-hmm. going to turn into something more, really going to need you to join the uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for me. Yes. Thanks. Thank and, you. And uh, get uncircumcised. <laughs> I don't know. I think that, they I do that. Idea. I'm sure. I they think do. they do that yeah, because it's clean. And they're dumb, they're crazy people. That's the main reason because they have to be insane to do something so barbaric. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> and hey, speaking of atheism, this is also from the subreddit R. Atheism. Is there anything I can do if Mormons ignore my no soliciting sign? Hmm. I just had a pair of Mormons come by again. At this point, I have two signs, one at the end of my driveway, one above the doorbell. I got larger ones that specifically say, no political or religious appeals underneath, no soliciting. And I put a light over the one on the door. I even have a ring camera and can clearly show that in some cases it's the same ones that have spoken to and drawn their attention to the no soliciting sign. I remained calm and civil, but asked them, please, don't come here for religious purposes anymore. I feel there isn't much I can practically do, because of course if you threaten legal action, you're the jerk, even though I'm just sitting at home watching a movie and they ignore my sign and pester me. It's uncomfortable. Is there any particular deterrent that they care about? Is it against the law in any way for them to keep doing this? And uh, user Motonerve responded, open the door holding a gun. Hmm. <laughs> uh, problem solved. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that would be a really good way of getting rid of them. It might, so- it might open up some other problems, though, but yeah. They probably won't come back. <laughs> Call an ambulance, but not for me. Um, this does remind me when I was uh, growing up, my friend Nick. Um, he would often, there were, there were some Mormon missionaries or some, something they were in white shirts and black pants. I don't know, but he would always trick them into coming to his house and doing chores and just talking to him about, uh, (laughs) the Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And he's like, yeah, just come on in. And he's like, Hey, can you help me like put these groceries away? Or can you, (laughs) would you mind wiping this counter down while I do this? And you can talk to me while you're doing it. It's like, that's pretty good. That's pretty smart. Very helpful guys. So. Maybe that's what uh, you could do. Have them edge your garden for you. Get, yeah. Pull the weeds while they tell you about the, the good book. Yeah, I'm not sure I could pull that off. Uh, <laughs> that takes a certain amount of confidence that I don't have to be able to do that sort of shit. You'd have to be able to uh, talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, I mostly ignore when someone knocks or rings the doorbell. I pretend I'm not home. <laughs> Lay down flat on the floor. I've literally done that before, yeah. <laughs> But I'm like I just don't even want to, because I'm I'm horrible. If it's like some sales guy, it it's I'm horrible at just like Being the like times I have. Interested. I either have to just say no, buy, and slam the door, or I'm buying you're, you're, whatever they're selling. <laughs> you're spending you're spending four hours, <laughs> and as soon as the guy says, "I would love to have your <laughs> your business," you're like, "Yeah, sure." My wife comes yeah. home, and I'm like, "Well, I'm getting baptized next week, so." <laughs> That's some and, great fellas today. You're baptized and circumcised. So mm-hmm. <laughs> get it while you can, lady. Yeah. <laughs> get the good dick now before it's <laughs> completely mutilated. 
Uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> hey, I found this one over on a Tumblr that's called Twilight Sapphix, which is mm. just a horrible, horrible name. One for of the worst names possible, yeah. Mormon teaching is that the indigenous peoples of the world, and potentially all non-white people, are the descendants of Cain, marked for hell by birth. The church teaches that the only way to redeem indigenous peoples is by colonizing them in their land, converting them to be second-class members of the church, and then committing genocide by diluting their bloodlines by intermarrying them with white people. Hmm. In the Twilight books, Edward and Bella are supposed to represent the perfect Mormon couple. They don't have sex before marriage, and when Bella gets pregnant, she refuses to abort her baby, even though having the child will literally kill her. Twilight is fundamentally white supremacist and pro-genocide because mm -hmm. Mormonism is fundamentally white supremacist and genocidal. This post got over 88,000 notes on it, and the author of the blog came back a short time later to make this announcement. I wanted to say that I'm taking a break from this blog for a bit due to my mental health. Mm. Yes. Um, it must be hard to think this uh, book series for dumb women is both white supremacist and pro-genocide, and yet you also run a blog uh, dedicated to it and based on how much you love it, I would presume. Very, yeah, kind of a, a, a strange dichotomy there where you're pointing out the flaws and then also saying how bad you want to suck off Edward Cullen. So, Yeah. But I guess that's just how it works in this uh, part of the world. Like, you'll have uh, it's true. the Harry Potter fans be like, uh, J.K. Rowling wants to murder every trans person on the planet, and uh, I'm going to Harry Potter World Universal Studios for the seventh time this year. But I will be wearing a uh, trans flag pin on my... Right, yeah, right next to my... On my Slytherin backpack. That's right, that's right. Right next to my my Hogwarts house pin, yep. Yep. So, I, I'm i sticking it to her. Uh, hmm. But giving her money. Yeah, giving sure. her even more money. She needs it. Maybe, maybe a little bit more will help her out. She's a queen. And she's a, a official mascot of the uh, podcast. We're big fans of her. <laughs> Of her work, <laughs> specifically her opinions. Actually, Harry Potter, not a fan. Everything else, though, <laughs> great. Love what she has to say. Uh, yeah, so I found a couple of recent things about, or not recent, just when looking up this episode, uh, the Mormons. Uh, there's some interesting stuff, uh, which I guess is how it works uh, regarding race if a religion was founded at the height of slavery. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna have, have some, some very interesting opinions formed around that time. <clears throat> For sure. But uh, we'll get back to the posts in just a second here, folks. But first, this episode of Report This Post is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And hey, good news, Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping by using promo code REPORT at manscaped.com. Christian, yes. you've... Uh, 
you and I both got some good stuff from these folks. We're That's using sure. every single day. How's it working out for you? Oh, yeah. I've been using that nose hair trimmer quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um, because that shit just keeps on growing and growing. Never stops. But the uh, beautiful Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer just really helps out. Uh, keeping it in check. So good. the other stuff that they sent over to us to keep us clean and nice looking in their performance package includes the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the aforementioned weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, also for your balls, performance boxer briefs, and a handy travel bag. Very nice. Yeah. I'm uh, wearing the boxer briefs. Uh, as we, we discuss, I'm not did a boxer briefs. Did they ask for a size for those? They did. <laughs> And the lady never tells what the size was. Just, just <laughs> but they, they I'll just, just say like... they're snug on me. But <laughs> that's probably due to uh, someone else's error. It's certainly not mine. It has to be someone at Manscaped. Yeah, they're <laughs> they just like, well, me... we have this set up for a, a yeah, podcaster. Yeah. We know what size this is. Yeah, so sure. I got the 3X on right now, and it's <laughs> cutting off my circulation. <laughs> I, I'm just a giant purple thing just sitting in this chair here um i will actually say the um <clears throat> the ball deodorant crop preserver yeah. i just use it as regular uh i just spray myself with it on like the face it smells <laughs> awesome it does smell good all right it's got a very uh manly scent is how my wife described it oh so she's enjoying it as well see yes. folks it's not just for the fellas the it's, ladies in your life are going to love it too. The ladies in your life will tell you they love it, no doubt. And that's what's so great about Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped is excellent. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce, reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, so no more mess on the bathroom floor. And it also features a 400K LED spotlight. Because who doesn't love an intimate and well-lit look at their own nutsack? <laughs> you add in the crop reserver below the waist deodorant and crop reviver below the waist toner to your daily hygiene routine and your life will literally improve. You know, I really wish uh, in my early 20s I uh, had a really bad habit of getting blackout drunk and then deciding to shave different shapes into my chest hair. Mm. Man, I wish I had the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 back in the day. I could have had well, if you really wanna, saved myself. If you want to do trouble. that again, I can I can just bring over mine for you. <laughs> we'll we can just share. Swap. Yeah. <laughs> and I can give you the Manscaped Wee Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs. And again, because we know you guys love free stuff, Manscaped threw in two free goodies to their performance package, the Manscaped boxers and travel bag. Wonderful. Take care of your nuts and your nuts will take care of you. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code REPORT. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code REPORT at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. A user posted this on the subreddit, r conspiracy theories. Mm. 
The Twilight book series are about Mormonism and the Mormon church is collecting names from those who buy online to perform proxy baptism. <laughs> hmm. With COVID-19 killing hundreds of thousands, one way the LDS can see who has died and who they can perform proxy baptisms for is to see which Twilight fans have died. They can also collect names of more people through the book series. Now, why is Twilight about Mormonism? First, author Stephanie Myers is Mormon. Next, yes. the Cullen family is a metaphor. Vampirism represents Mormonism. They are white, pure of thought, and shine in the light. When in light, vampires shine too bright for people to see. This is very simpler, sim similar to the temple garments. Those were to rid off evil. One group of evil in Mormonism are Native Americans. <clears throat> in Twilight, the vampire's natural enemy is the pack of werewolves who happen to be a tribe of Native Americans. Mm -hmm. Myers also said that LDS Church is one of her greatest influences. This new Twilight book by Stephanie Myers was announced during the pandemic. A perfect way to attract more people to order books online for the church to collect people's names. So the conspiracy is that everyone who orders a Twilight series book online has their names stored in documents. When you die, you'll be proxy baptized by a child of the LDS church. They have done this before with Holocaust victims, genealogy records, and more. I think the Twilight fan base is their new form of reaching a younger group of people. Hmm. And a uh, user... Uh, from Reddit said, responded to that with, this is the most batshit crazy thing I've ever read, and that's saying something with how much idiotic stuff is being posted right now. Yeah, especially on our conspiracy, right? Yes. And uh, the OP responded to that with, thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I looked up the OP's uh, posting history, and they're a, uh, an elementary school teacher. Nice. Cool. So... Uh. You got you know, the, these Mormons really have it figured out by uh, latching on to the incredibly active and young Twilight fan base uh, that's going on here yeah. in the year 2022. Yeah. Yep. Going to get in on the ground floor of that one with this yeah. new Twilight book. Let me tell you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that someone that thinks that's kids these days are like the same guys who watched the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show and was like um, this is you call this music nowadays we called it music 30 years ago yeah oh you know what book they're talking about they're talking about on the that damn uh, uh, Midnight Sun the Twilight from Edward's perspective which I believe we talked about on our Twilight oh, that's episode right. we, we did we a did. Twilight episode <laughs> a year and a half ago now Boy, no way! Time flies when you're. I feel like it was. I would honestly guess three months ago. No, uh, sir. Okay, I'm looking, no, let's look it sir. up here. Twat Jesus, yeah, it was last April. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> cool. Very cool. Makes me this feel next great. This next post is not about April. It's about February, actually. This is from the Washington Post. Five panelists kicked off Black History Month by leading a discussion on their experiences as people of color and immigrants at Brigham Young University. As they discussed their lives at the school, audience members anonymously submitted questions for the moderator to ask at the end of the event. The moderator and people in the audience could read the submissions on a screen as they were posted, but the panelists on stage could not see them. 
As the offensive statements filled the page on Thursday, some in the audience laughed. Among the questions, why don't we have any white people on stage? <laughs> what is the percentage of African Americans on food stamps? <laughs> why do African Americans hate the police? If they would obey the law and do what they say, we wouldn't have this problem. Mm, well. How is it to be black? I don't see color. Why don't we have a white history month? Mm -hmm. Brigham Young officials said they could not discipline anyone because the school could not identify who had submitted the offensive questions. I mean, you know, are they offensive or are they, uh... <laughs> are they thought provoking? <laughs> Sometimes you got to say some transgressive things to get to get side society progressing in the right way, you know? We do live in a society, do when we? When you not? say something and you get in trouble for it, maybe what you're saying was right. <laughs> Why would they ban you for saying something wrong when they usually do it for saying the, something the, right? The Waco defense is what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, better than the Woco defense <laughs> with all these freaks out here. Or, or the wacko jacko defense, huh? Don't, I don't ever want to have to defend against that, actually. Hey, speaking of BYU, this is another article about that school. Mm -hmm. A feminist student at BYU is attacking the principles of sexual purity advocated by the Mormon institution and accusing the university of slut-shaming students who are sexually <laughs> active. The truth is, I'm not a virgin, Kelly Byers said. I'm a sexual woman and a proud feminist, and I don't feel bad about it. But it's hard to admit that because women at BYU who aren't virgins are treated as inferiors, and that's not fair. Talk about this could get me in trouble, but I wanted to start a discussion about changing an honor code that hurts women, Byers said. Hmm. BYU needs to know that it's okay for women to be sexual, and it's not okay to punish them for it. I care enough about this school to want to push for change. I'd rather be judged and scrutinized than silenced and shamed. Byers claims she would be considered a slut by Mormon standards and that the young Mormon feminist group, a group that is not endorsed by the church or BYU, <laughs> helped her, quote, reclaim her sexuality. Okay. However, the group disputes Byers' claims. They said, This sensationalized story misrepresents the character and mission of YMF and in doing so harms our work. Byers' push for more feminist ideals at BYU is not shared by students, who believes she shouldn't have attended a religious university if she didn't want religious ideas pushed upon her. Sure. Quote, A large problem with what is going on with the feminist movement is that they are trying to push political pressure on the church, and that's not going to work, Mackenzie Beckstead, a sophomore at BYU and member of the college Republicans, told Campus Reform. Byers should probably move on elsewhere if she is not comfortable here. Hmm. Pretty uh, good. I gotta say, very funny article. Um... <laughs> Because it seems no one likes this girl. <laughs> Even she's Even the, <laughs> the group she's a part. Like everyone's like, look, just get at. Just, you're not. You probably shouldn't be here. Like you're not going to <laughs> change Mormonism. <laughs> That's uh, you're not yeah. going to be able to do that. So. Even yeah. the feminist group at it's like BYU you're is too like, much Whoa. for us. Yeah. Whoa. I'm looking at her LinkedIn right now, of all yeah. things. Uh, she was a marketing director for PETA oh, for no. almost three years. So I can assume that her personality probably worked really well 
in that that place. Yeah. And it looks like she uh, actually did not. She left Brigham Young University and ended up going to Utah Valley University instead to get her. So good on her. Community Activities, college. Yeah. LGBTQ Club Secular Student Alliance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. President of Students for Choice Club, sponsored by Planned Parenthood. Vice President of Animal Allies. Public Relations Chair for LGBTQ Student Services. So just somebody that likes to have a lot of opinions about a lot of different stuff. And uh, hey, folks, she's currently seeking new opportunities. She's based out of Utah, uh, Salt Lake City, in fact. So mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and throw her a bone, get her a job, huh? Yeah, why not, right? Long as uh, Hey, you know, you know we've been looking for a producer. For you. You know, What's that? Can, have we? She, we <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> no. Not some, only if they're a virgin. Our, our producer has to be a virgin. I think she got married <laughs> since that that article went out, too. She's got a hyphenated name. Ugh. Off the table. She's wrecked. What that shit's a wrecked, bitch. <laughs> what an absolute cunt. Great. All right, we're going to stop right here because we're going to finish the rest of this episode over on patreon.com slash report this post. That's right. If you enjoyed this first 20-ish to 30-ish minutes of the episode, you'll be happy to know that there's about an hour extra of this one over there uh, on patreon.com slash report this post. Head over there, and all you got to do is subscribe for 5 bucks a month. You'll get every single full episode with dozens of more posts a month. Plus, an additional bonus episode every single week. Unbelievable. This is literally millions of posts that we read on the air uh, every single month. Possibly billions. I have not counted. In fact, I can't count. I'm actually illiterate as well. But irregardless, patreon.com slash report this post. And we'll see you over there. And God bless. God bless.